Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Woo. That was a loud one. No, you're fine. All, All right. right. What's up, everybody? Welcome again to another podcast, another episode of the podcast of Let's Ramble. I'm your host, Jay Vincent Antonio. And today's guest, we have a very dear friend of mine who actually officiated my wedding <laughs> randomly, um, Mr. Jeffrey Del Pozo. What's up, everyone? Thank you for having me. Shout out to Jay for allowing me to be on the show. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in. Um, this is going to be something great. So keep following my boy Jay. Support him. Follow him on Instagram and on Spotify so we can get this going. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. All right, all right man. Uh, so like I told you before, um, just to give you a refresher of the, the whole podcast, it's literally the shit we do every time we see each other. We just ramble about bullshit, and right. why not record it, right? Yep. So let's let's see what's going to happen today. So today's topic, not not because it's you, kind of, mm-hmm. but I decided to go with uh, growing up. Mm. So you know that could mean a series of things, but you know specifically what I'm talking about is just literally just like from the moment you're born to like now, you know our experiences and stuff like that. So let's start off with like you know like you got any funny stories of when like funny stories like when you were a kid? Yeah, I got a few, man. There was one time when um, actually a lot of the funny stories involved Jonathan, <laughs> and of all the stupid shit that we used to get to, um, in result of it us getting in trouble. There was a time where we used to we we grew up in Ingleside. I grew up in Ingleside. Jonathan, my mom and dad, we we grew up in an in-law, and mm-hmm. it used to be you know a nice little spot, and. We had like one bathroom and like two bedrooms and a little kitchen. And one day, I guess when my dad's out to work, some people came over to visit my mom. And for some freaking reason, we had these new raincoats. And my brother and I had a stupid idea idea of like trying them out. But like, oh, it's not raining, right? So why not getting in the shower and put our raincoats on and just fucking... <laughs> Test out these new raincoats. I mean, you gotta try, you gotta try out the product. Man. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Dude, I don't know how old we were. We were probably like five or six. And we got caught from my mom. And she literally opened the door and was like, in Tagalog, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And she whooped, her, she whooped our ass in front of all like the house guests. Our, our question is, <laughs> when, you, when you tried out the raincoats, was it just the raincoats? Or you had clothes on too? We... we <laughs> <laughs> I think we had some clothes on, man. I don't know if we were fully naked, man, but but we were we were stupid. That's, we, that's we, what I'm saying, man. We definitely legitly believed that we wanted to test these new raincoats out that my mom got us, and they were the nice neon colored ones. And eventually, my mom kind of figured out what's going on, and we were just messing around. And she took us out of that shower. She whooped our ass in front of all these people, and she did not care. And we learned a valuable lesson that day: is not to be. Stupid, because my mom definitely does not give a shit when she <laughs> comes down to disciplining, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's hella cool about growing up, man. When you were a kid, you do hella dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you think about it as you get older, and you're like, man, dude, like, what the fuck was I thinking back then? <laughs> or, like, just, like, stuff that happens to you that, that's not even, like, in your control. Like, for example, for me, like, one of the things I hate the most to this day is, like, I know what happened to you, man. You know when you be at Target with your mom? Mm-hmm. Or you be at the grocery store with mm-hmm. a full-ass cart? Yeah. You're next in line, and your mom's like, "Hey, I'll be right back." And like, okay, okay, just just be fast, okay? And you're like seven, and you're fucking sweating <laughs> because you're next, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then and the lady like she's done rigging up, and she looked at you like a dumbass. You're like, oh, okay. So you have $130, and you're like, Ma, where are you? Where are you? There would mean be a couple times with Target, man. Like my mom and my dad used to bring us um, there. Um, and for some fucking reason, man, Jonathan and I would always get fucking lost or either separated. And I found myself just crying and like running around Target, just like yelling for my mom. And I I could remember maybe like a handful of times she's taken us shopping and I would get lost. I don't know if it's her fault for losing us or just my brother and I being stupid. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know, man. I think it's half and half because we came from like a cutthroat parenthood. Yeah, man. definitely. We're like our parents expected us to know so much better. But mm-hmm. we just, we, we test the limits. And maybe because we're four, first born generation in yeah. America. So, like, it's it's just totally different. I mean, the the way that we are generally, like, the first generation here, you know, our parents did migrate here. And knowing that their way of growing up was super just black and white. Yeah. You fuck up, 
this is you, you eat your own shit and you learn from it here in america it's like babied we get babied i've had so many friends that we i would go to school and be like, oh man my mom whooped my ass last night i was crying because i got a c minus on this test <laughs> and all my other friends are like what what are you serious like like the the, the immediate reaction versus my style of growing up versus like my other friends who kind of just have have a different culture was 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 kind of always questionable but i, I kind of realized like when i look up look look back at nowadays i'm 30 years old and I, I'm, I'm super thankful that you know yeah that's what i'm all, saying like isn't it crazy yeah. like how like everything like came to fruition mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think like the craziest shit is like you know similar to your story you know my friends would say something like oh my mom yada yada this yada, yada that because i got a bad grade i'm like mm-hmm. really that's what you did dude i caught a fade from my mom, man. I'm yeah. like 12. Kind of shit Dude, that. anything that was in arm's reach, I know for <laughs> yeah. sure, like, you can relate. I know people are listening, they can relate. Anything in within arm's reach was either going to hit you in the ass or in the face. Yeah, dude, that's that 90s and 80s shit, man. And I was at the point where, like, StarCraft came out and I was a little older. <laughs> and I'm all like, oh, my... I mean, like, for those who are listening, I'm sorry for my white friends. Never, like, really, like, <laughs> you know, experienced that. And they always had, like, time out. But for me, I would always talk about it in school. Damn, my mom whooped my ass. Oh, my brother, he wanted to go see the water. My mom got pissed and hung him over the bridge, you know, <laughs> just to teach him a lesson. And then they're like, you know, you can call child support services, CPS, and just end them and it will work. I'm like, Hell you no, don't man. you don't say. It's like, not with this family, hey, man. Hey, man, I tell no. you what, man. I, I tried that one time. I'm going to call the police. And my mom said, there's a door. Go ahead. Try it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, my so I'm like, shit, man. My mom will run away. She's like, go ahead. I don't care. Go ahead. Take your shit with you. I'm like, eight. I'm like, all right, cool, man. You no, know I, I changed my mind. I yeah, for the mind. most part, to answer your question, man, I had so many things that I've done that was really stupid that I can probably ramble on for the next hour but yeah but it's great dude i think that, that's like the beauty of life man you know you live and you learn and you you check back on like cheers to that man yep there you go cheers sir. cheers cheers to the tech over here too <laughs> so yeah you look back at stuff and you're so so grateful all right let's go with the first question that i have for you all right <clears throat> what do you miss most as a kid i miss most about uh, that's a good question because i miss a lot of things about being a kid mm-hmm. But if I really had to boil it down to one answer, I'd say the freedom. Mm-hmm. The freedom to wake up with the opportunity to fuck up, but at the same time know that it's not like gonna garnish you for life. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's not gonna carry like on. Like the repercussions are smaller. Definitely. So it kind of relates to your first question, like, you know, what I kind of regret or like, what was the most embarrassing thing? Like, there were a, um, a number of things that my brother and I did growing up. But what I miss most about being a kid is the freedom to um, just wake up and, and watch cartoons. Yeah. Um, go outside, get hurt, play freaking games on our bikes, uh, make a makeshift ramp and watch my brother try to jump in and ran- land on a thorn bush. <laughs> I miss like everything about just having the freedom of being a kid and not really suffering much repercussions as today as, as an adult. Yeah, dude, like, you know, if I, if I were to answer, I think my answer would be like, I miss the, uh, I guess the, the innocence of things, mm-hmm. you know, when you're a kid, it's just, um, yeah. you do, you do things obviously not knowing the repercussions or anything like that. But then you're, when your parents look at you do stuff, yeah, they get mad at you. But at the same time, like, you know, you're a kid, you're so innocent. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, just be mindful that, you know, as time goes by, you, you tend to do the same shit, you know, it will bite you in the ass. But I, I think I, I like how most parents, I'll say, my parents, I, I will say this, that they allow me to make a mistake, but they don't necessarily, like, dig it under my skin, mm-hmm. like, forever. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, like, set it in a stone, like, hey, remember, like, don't do nothing stupid. Yeah. And you know, so on and so forth. I definitely had two different phases of that. I remember my mom at one point, because um, I don't know if anyone knows, like, in our friend group, my brother and I actually attended Catholic school mm-hmm. for a good amount of years. And during those years, you know, parents are paying for those type of things. And I, I find, if, when I think back to it, my mom and my dad was the most strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why, but I remember coming home with grades and that weren't really up to their par. And I would get my ass whipped all the freaking time. But eventually I grew up and got into public school. They started lack, like relaxing a bit more. Mm-hmm. And just being able to enjoy um, 
just the serenity of freaking being a kid mm-hmm. you i take that for granted i took that for granted as soon as my dad retired i realized shit man he's retired i can't really depend on him as much anymore mm-hmm. i've got to step up my brother has to step up things are changing we're like graduating high school and i'm like crap man like you kind of want to just think about like fuck that i wish i can wake up like at nine years old and play pokemon and freaking yeah, no, dude, more like, cartoons, you know stuff man. like that where life was just so much easier yeah. but i mean you know it is what it is you know we live our life and we live and we learn mm-hmm. it's all worth it when you were a kid like seeing other adults and stuff like what did you look forward to i looked forward to believe it or not um just being able to uh i didn't even know what going out meant back then when i was a kid because <laughs> for me dude going out was going to target yeah, for me, it was like going out, you're going to play your, your bike out the street. But things look uh, I looked forward to was basically just being able to like, it was, it's kind of weird, but to kind of like buy my own things. Yeah, dude, that's exactly how I felt. Man. You know, like I see like I, the thing with me, I have to make a confession. I, I, I do like when I was a kid, I, I compared a lot of things with my family versus other families, and, like, obviously... I, I think a lot of kids do that, actually. Yeah, because I kind of, like, asked, like, oh, my God, how come I didn't have this and that? And, like, uh, you know, I maybe got a Tamagotchi once. I don't know. You but probably died, huh? You probably killed it. it. I killed it yeah. within the first couple hours. Yeah, that but, sounds about right. I think everybody killed their Tamagotchi. But the thing I really look forward to is just, like, as a kid mindset, was being able to, like, afford my own things. Yeah. Like, my own games, my own... This and that, my own hot Cheetos, you know, yeah, like dude. my own thing at the ice cream man, like for a dollar thirty, you know, just being able to afford my own things, which kind of like brings me up to like growing up. My mom gave us um, just enough money just to have lunch, mm-hmm. like two bucks, get to school and back, two bucks a day, and I used to like starve myself just to save up so I can get the next coolest Pokemon card, man. Yeah, I do that too, man. Like I'll save my money. I go to the <laughs> movies and shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember back, back when movies was affordable, yeah. not like you know a hundred dollars for one person. Stupid. Fucking shit. Just, now you have a family? Yeah, I know, right? Like, you don't have a family, you spend like $300 and the movie select. But it's okay. I mean, yeah. movies are good. I mean, yeah. for me, like, I think the one thing I look forward to, it's actually like similar to yours. It was like mm-hmm. the freedom of being able to do stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. But like to kind of correlate to like my uh, my story about when I was in line, like yeah. waiting for stuff. You know, I'll be, I'll be at like at Target or something with mm-hmm. Leslie. And then, then we'll be in line and you know, we, we, we rotate on paying because, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, I guess, equal like that as a couple. That's good. And then I'll like I'll pull up to the register and the lady will scan everything and I'm over here sweating bit like sweating bullets still as if I don't got money. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck and I'm waiting. Yeah. And then it sucks like sometimes like I'll ask Liz like, Hey baby, can can I get the, the rice krispies? She's like, No. I'm like, fuck. I guess. And it's hella weird because I'm like, dude, I'm like thirty, like I can't buy my own fucking rice krispies. Like I have to ask my wife for this shit. You know, it's a team effort, man. <laughs> I know, but... It definitely is a team effort. But it's just crazy when you think about it. It's like, damn, dude, like, I have this freedom that I was looking forward to, but I don't have that freedom because I decided to get married. But whatever, I love her. But I feel <laughs> like that freedom could only go so far because the restrictions we had as a child for my parents definitely carries over to the people we love. Yeah, it's like... You know what like I mean? Family values, in a sense, or some shit. So you sharing your family values of what your parents restricted you on, like... It kind of gave you a heads up, crap, like, I'm going to get married someday, which you are, and I want to be able to share the same values and not get upset. Yeah, it's not, dude. The, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, no, so. it's just it's just us being petty and all that kind of stuff, dude. It's just it's always like, oh, hey, man. I feel it, man. Shout out be like, shit, man. That's enough of that ice cream, man. I'm yeah, like, I fuck, do. dude. <laughs> Leslie was like, really? Do you need more snacks? I'm like, no, but I want it because I have the money for it. Yeah, and yeah, then, like, yeah. you know, two days later, she's like, this and that. I'm like, fuck, I spent $20 on snacks. Hey, I mean, man, whatever. I it's mean, all good. I just spent three bills at Hennessy for my brother's birthday. That's what I'm saying. I'm dude. over here. I got a PG&E bill coming up too, man. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> life, man. Being yeah. a grown up. All right. When you when you were a kid, like, what what did you expect growing up? I actually didn't expect a lot of things. Uh huh. Because at a young age, my parents took those expectations away from us, not in a drastic way, mm-hmm. but we knew we had to work really hard as far as grades and things around the house to be able to enjoy some type of like i guess some type of like uh reward because mm-hmm. um i just remember like crap man like things were expected i saw friends at school because if we're talking if i was a child right mm-hmm. 
if you see that you're just younger in general just younger in general yeah, man, so like, like 17 and younger 17 and younger i mean like shoot when i was a teenager i was expecting to get a nice fancy car when oh, i turned 16 instead i ended up getting a rape van but you, it was cool you ended man. Up getting a car impounded i got a, a car in, impounded <laughs> do 130 on the freeway hey, man my, i bought my car for 10 bucks so it's all good but for the for the most part expectations were mixed um depending on what you definitely like where i was in life like when i was a kid you know i literally had zero expectations but as i got older high school and um started to hit that a a phase where like i think i'm an adult Mm -hmm. i think if if was to really give you a definite answer definitive answer expectations was like all right by 21 i'm gonna graduate i'm gonna have my own house at x amount of age yeah. i'm gonna have my kids at this age like those were my ex- expectations in high school because of the fact that like i grew up in in, in um you know immigrant family household like it was drilled into us and slowly but surely like those those expectations started like going down the drain when i realized like crap dude i'm not really doing as well as i really look aim to do when i was in high school uh-huh. so my, at least for my expectations so, like, in a sense, or like, your expectations and your ambition didn't necessarily correlate with one another? No, I didn't. I think, uh, like, for me, like, I felt the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I had thought, like, by this age, um, I would be... I mean, I thought I would be married, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, would, I wouldn't I would be living in the Bay Area. I thought I would have, like, you know, basically, Yo. like, a fucking desk job and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I had high ambitions because, like, I mean, everybody did, dude. Yeah. You know, we had people in high school who thought they were going to be a singer and now they, they work <laughs> at Starbucks. But, I mean, whatever. You know, do whatever hustle you, you got to yeah, do. definitely. I, mean, I think uh, yeah. for, like, kids, like, they shouldn't... I'm not saying don't don't shoot high, mm-hmm. but, like, don't lose hindsight of what you really want. If I was able to... If I was... If I was given the opportunity to, to, to have my 30-year-old self to talk to my 17-year-old self... I would tell my 17-year-old self, like, just fucking do your best and stop skipping school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stop being pissed off at everyone and just do your best so you can take care of yourself in the future. But I, for me, I I blocked all that out. Like, as far as, like, my my parents, they they raised us really well. But I blocked out a lot of the... I'd say the the lessons because I was so focused on being a yes guy. My expectations were like I need to be able to like accommodate all my boys. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to accommodate this space that we're sitting in right now for all my boys. Yeah, put put others before yourself. I literally put everybody before myself. Man, man, I can vouch for that. That's for damn sure. Literally, like from my my childhood days, I was able. I, I was taught to to respect my elders, but when it came to high school days, before college. Even, like, during high school all the way through, like, my numerous attempts at college, like, those early years, I was literally putting everybody in front of myself. Mm-hmm. So, my expectations, I'd say since we're getting into this a little more deep, at that age, was reciprocation from my boys. Uh-huh, I see what you mean. Meaning that I've done this for everybody. I expect in the return, like, if I was into some shit... Yeah, like, you know, like, the Bail me like, out. in a sense, just return a favor. Yeah. Within reason. Within reason. Yeah, you know. It, I wasn't, it's it's yeah. not like, do what I did. It's more exactly. like, put in the effort that I did. Yeah. Type of thing. And I wasn't expecting the whole world from either my friends or my parents. Like, it's, just, it's just kind of those where, like, you, in a way, like, you need a shoulder to cry on. And, mm-hmm. you know, and don't don't be shy to offer your shoulder to I mean, we've been friends for a while. So, you, you've, you can kind of, like, think back and look back, like, shit, man, like. The Del Pozo household. Like, oh, dude! I, this I, was I, like I have so many memories here. It's ridiculous. I I blacked out here several times. I've uh, gotten a cold here. I've thrown up here. I've taken a shit here. I I fucking lay down next to you. <laughs> I walked in on Jonathan on several occasions and what the fuck he was doing in the room. Definitely with his beater all backwards, breathing hella hard. So God knows what the hell he was doing. But whatever, man. I mean, I'm your guys' best friend. So, but yeah, I mean, my expectations were all over the place. I never really had much. Maybe that's why. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Maybe that's why we're this is like this is where I'm at today. Like, still trying to get into a career field that's super, super, super competitive. Yeah, but at least you're not like how do I say? It? At least you're not like in the dumps about it. Like, you're you're still like 
looking forward to stuff. Like, yeah, you might get intimidated that it's like mm-hmm. hard to get in, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's not enough to convince you to walk away. It's not. I mean, I do have a, a really strong support system. Yeah. So like, I literally like, have, like, from my boys right now who I can count on with my one hand, you guys are my support system. Mm-hmm. Before I had, like, I'd say 10 years ago, like the t- early 20s version of me would say the funny version the funny version <laughs> i i would i would have probably thought i had 100 people behind my back yeah. but i'm so happy to admit that i do have you and 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 x amount of people yeah. who can count one hand. i think what's cool about growing up man it's all about quality not quantity definitely and you know i admit it man my expectations weren't that high back then and and hence why you know this is where i'm at today i'm not saying i'm a failure nah, i'm not saying i'm fucking about to be homeless but you know, I think what it is, is like, I, I can say, and I'll, I'll speak for both of us because I, I think we feel, feel the same way. Yeah, we, we could have been in a, in a different, maybe better situation. But dude, you know what, man? We lived our life. We, we did. We, we smiled through the yeah. darkest days. We did. And to where we are now, like, dude, we're still friends, man. We still hit up each other. We go out to eat and shit like yeah. that. We have family time together. Like, no, like, you, you can't replace that shit for you sure. You can't. I mean, definitely, like... Just being able to like realize of all the situations we lived our twenties, man. We did, and I'm actually like proud of that because now I'm so seasoned to where I'm not just a robot, but I want to focus on something that I want to make a career that I want to love doing. Ooh, hell yeah, man! We're fucking unbreakable, like Kim Schmidt. I don't know if you ever seen that show. It's actually it's pretty funny. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say yes, but I'm gonna just trust you and say hell yeah. yeah it's, a good, it's a good show. It's called Breakable <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt on uh, on Netflix. We only finished season one. I look into it, but man. it's actually pretty good. Well, the opposite of the question I just asked you. So, like this point in your life, what has happened that was completely unexpected that you just never thought like you would see the day it happening? I'd say about my dad's passing. Oh, I mean, okay. obviously you're. Our parents, like, people don't last forever, but I didn't expect it to be 2020, the year of me turning 30, and right here, right now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I literally didn't, I mean, as much as the fact that he was sick, um, his mental status was so fucking strong, bro. Yeah, dude, that was hella funny. Super strong, joking, and... Literally, like, to this day, like, calling me, where the fuck are you at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. And I'm 29.30. Like, mental status was so strong, but unfortunately, his body couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I I didn't expect it fully, but I literally didn't want it to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like, you know what I, think, I, mean? I think, like, for me, it's, like, the unexpectancy of time itself. Mm-hmm. It's like, you kind of just, like, you're hella oblivious when you're a kid because time seems so unlimited, you know? Cause like you have so many days, you wake up and you just mm-hmm. eat cereal and watch cartoons, and it's, it mm-hmm. feels so repetitive. Yeah. And as you get older, you realize that time is uh, not as eliminated as you, you would want it to be. No, I mean I recently learned like after my dad's passing, I had a lot of self reflection, and you know the body that we have on this earth is literally just a temporary fucking vessel. So once you're done with it you're done with it mm-hmm. so do as much as you can with it yeah dude hence this podcast man yeah. i'm gonna I'm live my life to do the as fullest, much dude. as you can with I it meant, like th- thankfully for you guys mm-hmm. and thankfully for my wife who's actually listening right next to us right now who's giving me the fucking sour ass look hey like this th- is part of this too man th- thankfully like you guys like convinced me to like hey no let's just do this you know yeah and, and like seriously like yeah live your fucking life oh there you go another pop of a bottle yeah like <laughs> oh pour it out <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah, like, thankfully, you guys, like, you know, convinced me that, you know, like, live your life as much as you can and be be happy with what you're doing. And I appreciate that I can do this with you guys. And it's going to be great, man. It's going to be great. One day, we're all going to be in the green room getting fucked up and, like, eating, like, deviled eggs and other hors d'oeuvres that white people will be eating and shit. <laughs> I don't know what like celery, Like, celery with peanut butter and uh, raisins and shit. It's, it's good, man. It's good. But definitely, like, this year, yeah. It's unexpected. My dad's passing. Yeah, dude. I, I know. You know, I mean, you, you know me. Like, obviously, you know, um, I felt for you and the way I felt. And, yeah, dude, so it, it sucks. Very unfortunate. But the good thing about it is, like, what your dad had left behind with you two is, is it's more than anything by, anybody can ask for. Yeah. And the values that, that was handed down by him that you guys lived through, that you, you've taught me, is, like, that's actually pretty crazy, man. You know, for for... I, I've spoken to dad several times, obviously. You know, I walked mm. through the house, and he just like, what's up? And I'm like, hey, 
And we yeah. ended up watching TV together. You know, he, he, he tries to teach me some shit. And it's, it's actually pretty funny. And he makes me laugh because he's like, hey, man, Jonathan and Jeffrey be t- telling me that shit. Like, that's hella funny. So this, this, is, this is where it came from, man. This is, this, is, this is like the encyclopedia of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty so. good, man. But, you know, much love and respect to your dad, man. Yeah, you know? rest in peace. He's, he's watching down. I mean, we're still recovering it from it. I mean, obviously, like my mom, she's going through it. My brother and I, we have to, we're going through it, but you know we gotta really, really man up and be there for my pops. Yeah, I mean, man. for my for my mom. Yeah, and at least you know, man, you know you have us at your disposal. Yeah. So I'm only five minutes away. I so. can definitely count on the both of you, yeah. meaning Leslie and Jay. Yeah, you know, yeah, we you have to count on Leslie because we take her car. I just pay for it, <laughs> but whatever. All right, to the next question. Uh, when you were younger, what did you wish you took more serious? Oh man, I wish I took school more serious, bro. Really? I really like honestly. Because the way I look at it now, I honestly think I wish I took it more serious because I seriously did not fucking take that shit serious at all. Like, I was blessed enough to to be instilled with like, oh my god, you're going to Kumon? <laughs> what the fuck's Kumon? Dude, I remember asking, like, what the fuck is Kumon? I thought that was a person. Bro, it was a fucking sweat factory full of fucking Asians and other ethnicities that was just in there doing math bro <laughs> it's a math school. it was a math school and literally like the way how it worked was my dad would drive us to westlake while my mom did laundry and said all right fuckers go to kumon you know it's bad when you have to send your asian <laughs> child to kumon <laughs> Dude, like, like we invented this shit god damn it so kumon was funny because like they gave you an incentive you did all your homework as fast as you can you corrected it as fast as you can and you get kumon dollars and those Kumon dollars, you can get to, to the uh, Kumon store. And what you the, get little fucking, like... What do you get? Like a Nature Valley bar? Bro, like fucking Fruity Loops. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, man. Like little snacks here and there. So... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Kumon had that. I thought Kumon was just strictly learning. I didn't know that they had incentives for that. But the way I look at it now for your question, I seriously... Um, I, I wish I took school a little bit more, a little bit more serious because... Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, man, like, um, even though school nowadays, it could either be relevant or irrelevant, depending on where you are in life, mm-hmm. based on, oh shit, did I quit college, drop out of high school, and, and I'm a fucking famous singer, versus, like, a person who has to work hard to where they're at today. Yeah. You know, it could be either relevant or irrelevant, right? Yeah. yeah, like I think it all depends on like how you apply it to your ambition. Exactly. So for me like, look at Chris Brown, you know, that motherfucker started fucking he had a lisp and did run it and now he uh, unfortunately Justin Bieber Rihanna, was fucking whatever. singing on YouTube like at fucking six years old and, yeah we're just not gonna talk about usher watching him at two in the morning but okay whatever but, but yeah but usher <laughs> did post this motherfucker like from yeah YouTube. That's what I'm saying, like, yeah i guess like yeah it's like for our case i guess you know school in a sense in our been, case would have been more applicable right? it would have been at least a fallback which you know for those who are listening right now school is good do your best as much as you can yeah. I, I i i agree with that i feel like utilize your schooling as yeah. much as possible because it, it's headed to you it's given to you it's your foundation yeah dude like it's free in a sense i mean yeah. it's free for us because we went to public school yeah, you know, public we school free we don't got money so we don't go to fucking exactly. private and shit free education like encourage your kids to do the best they can but don't drill it into them don't yeah. fucking make it a chore no, oh, yeah, see, like, yeah. because to me school was a chore think, think of we're not north korean there you so, go yeah so <laughs> So go to school like, don't oh, make shit. it a chore and a yeah i've got so many friends who are like our teachers and, and educators and i support them 100 percent because they go out of the way to to make learning such an experience where it's not a chore anymore yeah dude you know I, what i'm saying I think that's what it is like i think like what sucked about school is like dude like it got grilled so hard where it's like we just hated it yeah because we're just like really like why why do i want to go to school when i could just be a fucking welder like i don't need to learn about it i just have to learn how to kill myself I mean, you know, if you, like exactly, like, if you literally, like, if it's not for you, it's fine. Do what you can, do your best. Yeah. If not, fucking join a union. I think, I think that's where people something. are at, too. Like, they have a crossroads. They're like, oh, school's not for me. And they're like, I mean, you need to give it a chance yet. I gave school a chance. I really did. I, I, I guess I'm relatively smart. You know, I could, I could spell my name. I could, yeah. I could vouch for you, man. I but used to run into you in, in, in college. In, 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 in fucking college. I'm like, what's up, Jay? Yeah, and I'll be. Hey, what I'll are you be, doing? Oh, I got a class, but I'm gonna go eat somewhere else. Yeah, I'll be like intoxicated <laughs> and shit, and be like, it's nine in the morning. I shouldn't be this fucked up. But definitely, I wish I gave school a better shot. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think uh, everybody. I think everybody is, is thinking that, but I mean, don't don't get, don't drift away from like your actual ambition. You know, mm-hmm. sooner or later, you're gonna figure out your calling. You really yeah. are, and stick to it. Like it, me, for example, you know, like I growing up, I always wanted to be like an entertainer. Yeah, I always be in comedy movies. I always wanted yeah. to be like Stifler. Stifler's fucking hilarious. Stifler's fucking Stifler's hilarious. Like, yeah. I mean, he drank piss, which is gross and nut, but I'm not gonna do that. But I'm saying, like, you know, just just to be like entertainer was like always a thing that I always liked. I don't yeah. know how I don't know how algebra is gonna help me make people laugh, but but I mean it's definitely I mean. a fallback as far as like it, it's just a good feeling. Inside. Yeah, it's your foundation. Yeah, it's your foundation. So at least you know you can definitely fall back on something and and, and make something out of it. It's, yeah, true, true, man. It's it's a gift. Yeah. All right, dude. On to the next one. Um, with with everything that has happened in your child, your child adolescence that you've chosen to do. Do you think it has, has like, widely affected you? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, if I If you agree. can be specific in something, how has it affected you, if you don't mind sharing? Um, so, I was, uh, okay, well, shit, for those who are listening, yeah, definitely, this is a, um, a, a podcast for the public, but... <laughs> for the 12 people who are listening. For the 12 people who are listening, three, but... Three witches right here. I admit, man, I, I, I messed up a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and that term kid, you can be definitive saying I was seven, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go broad here. I had a DUI when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. I decided to drink and drive, and I got caught. Mm-hmm. And that's hindering me nowadays in getting a, a, a good job. Mm-hmm. And people look at that and see that on your record. You know, it, it was, granted, it was 10 years ago. It's definitely something i can own up to nowadays mm-hmm. but for me trying out for the fire department i went to school i did my emt i've got my experience and well yeah if any firefighters are listening uh, jeffrey del pozo <laughs> look him up man real good guy he'll, but, save, a, he'll save a fucking cat i'm, I'm i wouldn't the, yeah, i don't like cats i'm whatever. in the process of testing i've done my testing I've, i'm on my way to shaving this down to get my physical going on can be looking good man getting, but getting ready to get loose those man boobs exactly but if you literally look at it like a pool of twenty thousand people and you have two kind can- it boils down to two candidates and they're both perfect for the job uh-huh. they're gonna get the person without that shit on the record you know what i'm saying yeah but i i think that's also a mindset dude it is a mindset but it is real life you know it's it's definitely yeah like, dude that's another unfortunate it, part it's, it's it's on my record stamped granny was 10 years ago it's probably almost irrelevant nowadays after 10 years. I don't know, California law. Yeah. However, it is affecting me nowadays. You know, the choices I made when I was younger. Yeah, I think with that, like like I said, I think it is a mindset. And the reason why I, I say it's a mindset is because I, I don't want people to give up, dude. Yeah. Like for me, for example, man, like, you know, you guys tell me I'm funny. I mean, I think I'm relatively funny. I make mm-hmm. like four people laugh a day. But it's like, you know, <laughs> I know there's other people funnier than me, but... That that shouldn't stop me from doing yeah. what I want to do. Yeah. Which is like the like what I would tell other people is like, dude, yeah. like who cares if they're perfect on paper? Yeah. That doesn't matter because yeah. it's it, it's it's how you carry yourself as an individual. Yeah. You know, it's it's how you execute and your perception on things and how you lead and everything like that, dude. And I'm glad that I do have a support system that reminds me of that yeah. like all the time. You know, Shira, she reminds me of that all the time. Um when I talk to you guys about it all the time, you guys both constantly remind me. Yeah. And there's always that that niche in the back of my mind, like, as much as I know that's true. Because you know why you feel that? That's that humbleness shit kicking in. Yeah, and it's, I know, like, like I said, like, I know as much, like, as much as I know that's true, like, it really depends on that one guy who's hiring. Who's Who am I going to take, man? I got two perfect candidates here, but this guy got a Dewey back then, 10 years ago. But... Like you said, it really depends on who's who's talking to the folks who are hiring. Mm-hmm. Is is this guy genuine? Has he learned his mistakes? What have he, has he done within the last ten years of his life to turn everything around and be a better person? So hopefully, you know, if anyone's listening who's a firefighter, man, hook me up one day. You know, yeah, wanna... me too. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be on a calendar. I'm trying to be Mr. April. Goddamn, you know what I mean? I got so, a, I got a fairly nice chest. What's up? There you go. I got, I got some baby oil. There the you X, go. You know, but uh, yeah, I don't know if my wife will let me take pictures of it or whatever. <laughs> Be like that. Uh, you're, wedding, you're winning. So. The wedding anniversary calendar edition. I know, right? And I just have an axe and like suspenders <laughs> and cut off shorts and Timberlands because, like, you know, we're from the hood, so I gotta wear Timberlands. I got excessive amount of baby oil. Excessive like amount of baby oil, man. Hit up at my boy, man, Mighty yeah. Mike with baby oil. Yeah, dude. We got, we got. Look, Filipinos are beautiful too, man. Yeah, Filipinos are beautiful. Them too. Hawaiian bread rolls, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, that's that's one thing I, I probably you know look back at and shit. That you really does do feel it, it has I, affected it, you. It definitely has affected me. But ten years ago, I've changed a lot. Uh huh. Hey, I'm ready to. If firefighting is is my calling, which I feel like it is. Oh, dude! Look, look, hey, man, you you said it yourself. You put others before you. Then that's a, to me, that's what a fireman is. Yeah. Is you made an agreement that you want to take other people and have them come home mm-hmm. before you. So it's like me, for example, why I want to be a fireman because I I think highly of myself in that sense yeah. because I told myself the day that I croak and I'm face to face to God and He asks me if I'm ready, I'm like, no, nah, dude, let me finish this first and I'll come back. I want to be fucking looking that, looking at our higher creator and then say, fucking take me now because I'm content. I'm happy. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? I I, I want to be that guy where like you see me and you just feel safer. Yeah. By any means necessary. Yeah. You feel safe in a sense of like no bad shit's going to happen or like you feel safe because comfort or you're going to laugh. Yeah. I want to be that guy and uh, I hope hope to be that guy. I, I try my best every single time and with you guys, you know, always reassuring me that I always stay positive, which is a big help. You know, hey man, I appreciate that a lot. If you need guidance, I know like raising a family is difficult, so you have to have your hustle. But if you need guidance to make it like to, to reach to the point where you want to start looking into that stuff, let me know, man. I'll I'll walk you through it. Oh, we got the perfect guidance, man. We got Angelo, Mister. Hey man, Bucky, let me a, let me let me ask you this. That's our Morpheus right there. <laughs> it is, man. Like shout out to Angelo Marquez who just had the baby. Yeah, Number that's, two. Our, that's our Morpheus, man. Me and Angela, man, always, always being there for us, man. You know, for for a, a relatively not necessarily tall guy, you know, he got he got a lot of shit. He got to a say. big heart for a small yeah, guy. Dude, he, he's a great. Yo, dude. Cheers to that, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Cheers to that. Hopefully, you heard that. Yep. Next question, sir. Um, what what did you value when you were young that now you realize you should have valued? What I didn't value? Yeah, when you were younger. That's a tough one. I didn't really value the opportunity of coming home to a, a roof over my head. Mm. I use, I literally use this place like a hotel, man. Yeah, dude. That's, I think I literally use this place like a hotel. I definitely did not value this place because I, I looked at this, uh, the house that we're in right now. I never looked at it as a sanctuary. You know, you know what's crazy, you know what dude? I mean? Like, I, I don't mean, I don't mean. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know what's crazy? It's like so for whoever who is listening, you know, the seven people, we're in the the Pozo household, and for the ones who know this household, they mm-hmm. know what this household yep. means. Yep. Like, safe to say that this is a lot of our high school years. Yeah. Dude. Even our twenties, yeah. man. Yep. So much has happened here. So much. So many memories. Yeah. And I see what you mean. You know, to I guess um, not necessarily take it for granted in a sense. I didn't value it as much as I should have as as a younger person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I keep using the term hotel because each, everybody was you know everybody was slip. yeah each everybody seat. was here just yeah. no matter what this was like headquarters dude exactly I, I remember I'd that say shit. it's still headquarters you know what I'm saying but I, at, at remember, a more dude remember when Ariel was still around at a more respectable like, level yeah, it is still headquarters Ariel was still around but where we go and meet like oh you know it's the usual spot like alright cool we even Jonathan was saying hey man uh, for those who don't know Jonathan's my brother but he was saying hey let's meet at Jeffrey's house you know and, and for the most part my brother and I are very very outspoken people and we gather people yeah. we, we bring people together I'm not trying to gloat I'm just saying for the most part that was our main role was 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 gathering people and and allowing people to just feel like themselves at this at this household. Yeah, dude, this this house was like how people feel like the house of God. You yeah. feel like yourself. You feel at ease and everything. This yeah. is what this household was. And you yeah. know, thank God for your parents to be yep. extremely lenient, yep. let alone inviting as fuck. I took a couple ass whoopings for oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say several, but you know. And... Okay, do you remember that one time? Do you remember that one time we were playing beer pong? And that's when I found out the table extends. Yeah. And your dad came downstairs to lit us, lit us up. Yeah, I was dude, like, oh, oh my God, dude. It was like two in the morning. I was like, I'm getting yelled at. He lit us up though. all the time, oh, man. Dude, that shit was crazy. That's one thing I miss about that. Or we'd be smoking weed outside, and your mom was like, "Hot box in the fuck." Smells like weed. Oh shit! We run. My my mom and dad be like, "Is your brother smoking uh, smoking marijuana?" And I'd be like, "What? What do you mean?" (laughs) And then she goes, "Oh, you know Mary Jane." And I'm over here like I'm over here like God damn I'm down the hall. Oh my like, Jonathan, I can't help you anymore, bro. Like, dude, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, dude, those are the days. Oh, I felt shit, so bad dude. because I was like I wasn't like the childhood friend. I was a high school friend. So I'm over here like oh god, I'm a bad influence. 
and I was like, oh man, fun times, fun times, man. Good times, man. Yeah, so that's the, that's, that's the one thing that you, you wish you valued more. I see it, man. You know, I feel the same way. I treated my house just like that because I didn't understand what it was to keep a house, you know? Yeah. I never understood, like, what you needed to um, to hold down a household and stuff like that. Well, nowadays we are. I mean, you're a prime example of holding down a household, Jay. You and Leslie, like, looking up to you guys, raising kids is definitely, like, dude, that's that's respectable. No, you, man, like, not, not because Leslie's in front of me, but, like, dude, I'm just a bread maker. Leslie literally is the glue. She does She does everything for us, like I said. She is, uh, you know, if anybody has me on Instagram, you know, there's a post I made for Leslie where it says, like, you know, everybody talks about how daddy's Superman, but no. Mom, mommy is. Mommy uh, mommy does everything. Daddy just uh, brings home the cash. In, in some families. In I mean, some that, families. that's definitely, like, a, a um, I mean, the, the way you look at it is, like, that, that's teamwork, you know? It's, yeah. it's what I you think, do. I think that's what it is. I think, you know, the one thing I hate the most is speaking to my spouse because I like being mad. I could go to sleep mad and wake up be perfectly fine, but this one will decide like, no, we have to talk about this. I'm like, no, fuck this. I got work in two hours. She's like, no, baby, we gotta talk. I'm like, I'm over here like. Fuck. If you wanna bring, if you wanna, if if you were to ask me, you know, define your relationship in one word, Jay, I would say accountability. Yeah. Because both of you guys hold each other accountable. You have that mindset of okay, I have to provide for the family, but Leslie knows definitely like yeah. she's being the mom, but she knows, hey, dad. Hold it together, man. Yeah, like dude. I know your boys want to hang out, but hold it together. I know, dude. It, it sucks. Cause <laughs> and and like, I can respect that because being a husband is kind of hard sometimes. But you know, like I said, you know, not like I said, not, you know, I love her. I really do. Um, she does a lot for me. She has forgiven me numerous times on so many occasions. She could have walked away, but she decided, you know, I'm gonna give you a chance. And I honestly thought because I, you know, because I'm good at sex or some mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. I don't know if I'm good at sex. I haven't had sex with myself. I mean, I probably have when I was like 15, but that was obviously in my hand. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, holding down a household, yeah, I can understand, like, why you, you would value that a lot more. It's accountability between both of you guys. Right. To the, to the uh, I guess, not really last question, sure. but to the next question, um, what advice would you give, like, adolescents, the youth? In terms of just general or yeah, general advice of like you know like you know because like you know kids right now they're like oh I can't wait to grow up well fuck dude it's twenty twenty right now California's on fire and literally we're on the pandemic and a lot of the kids nowadays are just like oh my god I need my fucking tablet oh my god I need my fucking social media or oh my god this and that one advice I would give is to just make time and just really value if you have siblings fucking go outside and and go in the backyard and get fucked up a little bit like ride your bike yeah or or if you don't have siblings and you're a single child like value your parents and try your best because i know if you're a kid nowadays it's hard to relate to them but honestly for everyone who's listening out there if i was to give advice for for kids or teenagers just keep in mind that your parents have been in your position at one point in their life and they definitely know like if you don't know but i'm sure you know that you think that you're they don't know what you're going through give it a shot open up a a dialogue communicate mm-hmm. and if it's literally down to one definitive answer is just be better at communicating because i feel like in my adolescence years i never really communicated with those who i loved yeah dude, that's what you mean and for those nowadays where we rely on our electronic devices or rely on the not media but like just whatever that we can find to entertain ourselves won't you put all that down and just communicate with your family and just be there and be present mm-hmm. and and just value what you have now and i know this is going to be a long shot it's so cliche but this pandemic this year has taught us that once things are being taken away from us we all get fucked up and get freaked out like we're done like people are just like complaining at the fact that they can't go out or people are just complaining that they wear a fucking mask mm-hmm. and they're like six years old 50 years old four years old even like 16 years old and why don't you just put everything out and just communicate and just be present and that's be that would be my advice is just to be present i respect that dude i respect that uh, i'll give my advice in a minute we're just gonna take a a quick restroom break because we decided to intoxicate ourselves with a uh, fine liquor which was actually supposed to be a soft drink, but then it ended up being the rest of it. 
Yeah. So, uh, well, we're gonna be right back, uh, everyone. So, uh, Jonathan, if you are listening, because you better be, you motherfucker, because you're my best friend. So, uh, we'll be right back. Give us a few minutes. All right, thank you. All right, cool. We're back. We're right, back. Cool. Oh. We're gonna start this yep, off again. Start with a cheers, sir. All, All right. right. Cool. Cheers. Me. Oh fuck! Oh damn! Whiskey, disgusting. It's fine. anyways. Back to where uh, where we left off was talking about advice you would give. I, I'd give the same advice, man. I really would. Um, mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about shit. I feel like people should, or the youth should, just really value the time more, because, like I said earlier, like you never know, and that's the unfortunate part. Is like you don't know. Time is a lot more limited than we think. I'd say time time is an asshole, bro. Yeah, it is. But at the it's same time, it's like time is so beautiful because, like, what, what did Einstein say? Time is relevant. Or Miles Morales. One of the motherfuckers said it. Yeah. The fact I mean, is, is like... As much you, as what time oh, is... You, a... you probably hear that motorcycle, huh? Yeah. You hear the motorcycle? Oh, hell yeah. Cool, that's what's up. Fucking gay ass. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, just really take the time to spend the time. Yeah. You know? Be present. I mean... Yeah, I be, f- be there when necessary and... I feel like relating to like the question you ask, it's if I look back at the days where, you know, when I was over here, like just trying to accommodate all my friends in this one house or um, just being able to to be a yes guy all over the place just to make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. I never really valued the time I had with my family. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I was leaning towards. And the communication too. It's like... Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was getting talked at versus talked to as far as communication. Yeah. And another advice I would give was would be like just open up your fucking ears and shut the fuck up. Dude, that and that's the thing, man. I mean, obviously I'm the same way with that. Like when I mean I'm the same way, like I'm I'm, I'm always too busy talking. Mm-hmm. And to finally be in a position where like right now, like just to listen, mm-hmm. it it, it kind of like really makes you value life yeah a lot different yeah it's like you never realize like what other people are going through good or bad or just like literally listen to people and you're just like wow dude like that is fucking crazy and you kind of apply it to your life and be like you know like that was a word of advice without even asking for advice Mm -hmm. you know but yeah it's like me dude like like i say like yeah time dude it's all about time with uh with your family, time with loved ones, because like growing up, man, growing up is great. Don't get me wrong. You, you get a lot. You got to do a lot more shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you have freedom to buy whatever you want, mm-hmm. freedom to go out, mm-hmm. freedom to do anything yeah. that you couldn't when you were a kid. Obviously, because mm-hmm. you're a kid. Yeah. And then obviously, money was the issue. Yeah. But then we always were blind to the fact that like we're so focused on, I guess, being an adult that we don't realize that. For example, our parents, their their time is unfortunately wearing down. Mm-hmm. And we take that shit for granted, dude. Yeah. You know, take our shit. God, no, God forbid anything happen to anybody's parents. Exactly. But take the time to call your mom. Take the time to call your dad. Call your brother. Call or your just sister. don't be pissed off if they call you looking for you. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Like, I value that shit. Yeah, I've been upset multiple times. Like, man, I'm in my mid-20s, early 20s. I feel like I'm an adult. I'm out. But my mom and dad are asking me where I'm at. Uh-huh. And I feel like, damn, all my other friends never got that. But I did. Uh-huh. But now that my dad's gone, I'm never going to hear that again. Yeah. And that's the thing you value so much. Yeah. It's like, you know, like like me, dude, like, I'm about to be 30 and my mom still gives me shit. Like, you're still drinking? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, lady? Like, <laughs> no, old I am? I, I, of course I'm drinking. She's but like, for those who are listening, drinking? you know, it's it's our culture. Yeah. You know? What exception of that? It, it is our culture. I mean, we have parents here who migrated from, you know, wh- wherever they're from. And our culture is different. And growing up in America, it feels like, okay, crap, I have to compare myself to my, pre- my friends who are privileged, who, who have everything just handed to them, and, yeah. and, and they feel like, okay, that's how life should be. But literally, like, for me and my boys growing up, it's like, we're not kind of jealous, but we envy those type of folks. And we we took time to kind of try to understand and realize, like, okay, these folks are getting what they want all the time, but we're getting an ass beat for, like, a maybe a fucked up grade. Yeah. You know, and we never really got anything that was handed to us was kind of like, shit, man, I wish I lived their life. But I kind of, 
I'm kind of proud. I'd say I'm really proud of the life I live. Oh, hell, and, dude. And I what am, I have right now. I am more than proud. Super proud of like parents, how we grew up and how we were treated yeah. and how we were disciplined. Dude, they embedded in our head to be a go-getter, mm-hmm. man. Exactly. You know, the, the, the one thing that I can say that, that, that makes a difference between me and like, let's say like a 15-year-old version of me mm-hmm. is that, or maybe, I'm sorry, me now opposed to like a teenager uh, right now is that they probably don't have the mentality of like, you got to work for what, what you want, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Because you value it so much more. Exactly. You know, because like, think about it. You get, like, for example, like someone gives you a car. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, he breaks, like, ah, whatever. I got whatever. Anyways, like, right? Yeah. But you work hard for that shit. Exactly. So what if it's a $1,500, $1,500 bucket? But you've, you've that's yours, it. man. It's yours. Like, that's yours. Like something you value the most. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, be super like, I'm not a hater or anything, but eventually when I do become, you know, a parent, I want to be able to pass down the values and lessons that my father and my mom just taught me. Like the the baby boomer way, I know like the old school way, like your parents are like old school, your parents are old school. And there is definitely like um, a gap between how the folks back then who grew up in the, you know, my dad grew up in the 60s versus folks who are growing up in the 2000s, you know, like how can we discipline our kids, you know, and I don't know. I feel like that old school mentality, it's still okay and I'll accept it. And I feel like I I I can pass that down. I, I agree. Fucking 100% agree with you that know? shit because I think we didn't we didn't have that convenience. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had to make do with what we had, and it's 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 great. Honestly, um, I, I've applied it so much to right now to my kids, my girls, and uh, Leslie also coming from a similar household, a little maybe a little more extreme than me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's great. Yeah, I, I, you learn so much, and I think what about it? It's like not to compare children to one another, mm-hmm. but when I see my kids compared to other kids, I'm over here like, oh, thank God, my kid is not yelling at me because <laughs> damn well it fucking yeah. my daughter yells at me because I yep. didn't want to buy her a toy. Yep. A toy, you catching a fade. That's Switch sure. is coming out. I'm not gonna. Be- <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's okay, uh, Stephanie. Nah. I'll buy you the Barbie. I'm like, hey, no, get your ass in the fucking car. Exactly. I paid twelve dollars for a fucking Barbie. Exactly. And, you know, and I feel like that's still okay. That's my my perception. That I feel like that's still okay in how we you choose to raise your kids. Yeah, and yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm not gonna knock you. You yeah, know, yeah. everybody's child. Is I feel different, like that's still okay. But for me, um, my kids being raised that similar to me. Yeah, it, it makes my life easier. Exactly. I'm not saying let's inflict in my. Yeah, I'm not inflict, saying let's uh, fucking fear in their eyes. Send them to hell and yeah, like. Nah, dude. Let, no, dude. No, let's no, just no. let's them teach him to appreciate and value things. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a thing. So like, basically, what I'm saying is like, yeah, dude, like time with your family. That's, yeah. That's the one thing that people shy away from growing up. Time and time presence, with your yeah, communication. Dude. It's it's just basic characteristics. And, that... and don't be like, oh, it's okay because I'm doing me. I know. Do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Do you? Yeah. Do it. Do what you got to do to make yeah. you happy. But yep. You still got to make time for your family, man. You have to. I mean, unless you grew up in a shitty household and your fucking parents are like, "Fuck you, I don't like you." Oh, like the Kardashians. Definitely, yeah, dude. You that know, house is great. Like, fuck you. I'm gonna get a sex change. You yeah, know, yeah, like, like fuck you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna ruin NBA players' lives and but and Scott Disick. But Desik, in the Desik. most part, like if your situation, and Travis Scott. <laughs> but I'm. I guess I can say like I don't want to generalize everything, but in your situation, like as a, as a teenager, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to to relate to anything. It's definitely gonna be hard. But giving advice. Per your, per your question is just you know just open up your ears a little bit just yeah. take a take a step back and, with, and see what's going on with what you said earlier with the whole like you put your you, you put others before yourself mm-hmm. like what is your opinion on as growing up like what's your opinion on taking your time for yourself um self-care is basically one of the best things you can do to yourself yeah dude therapeutic and as fuck man i never understood that until late in my my 20s you know I always thought about, you know, being me as a respectable person was to care for other people. But I kind of was just hiding the fact that, like, fuck, like, I should take care of myself, too. I, I, don't, I didn't really start really taking care of myself till like, my mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people who are younger than me, be selfish. Yeah, dude, I, I tell Leslie all the time, be selfishly unselfish and be selfish and, and be unselfishly selfish be selfish to the point where you're not pissing people off but at the same time 
you put yourself first and your family. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. It's really not. It's not. Because, like, at the end of it, it's like, okay, cool, bro. Thanks for helping me out. But realistically, deep down inside, it's like, are you happy? Exactly. Like, like, like I, want, I want you to want to wake up the next morning. You know, yeah. I want you to look forward to the day. And I've had friends who did, who've done that exactly that. They put themselves first before yeah. anyone else. And now they're at a different part of, the part of their lives where they can be super happy and content. Yeah, dude, you know, for me, like, you know, for the longest time, um, I had a hard time of doing that. And, and unfortunately, what it, it took me to realize, and this is like years after, was Ariel's death. Mm. Um, I, I realized, like, dude, like, this guy was always about putting others before him and, and dude everybody can say he he was one of the best friends we've ever had definitely you know you know granted you know he is he is now you know in, in the heavens talking shit about us yeah but he also like when he took the time for himself he took the time for himself he did dude, remember he, every time he went on hiatus to lose weight yeah he did look at that and, and i look back at that and like i said for those who are listening ariel was a really good friend of ours he still is forever um you know, unfortunately, we don't have him here today, but he, he was the type of person who would literally be there for everybody else, but then knew the balance of taking time for yourself, too. Yeah, dude. Every every, every hiatus he took to work on himself, dude, he came back even happier. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, like, you can't get any happier than the way you are already. Yeah. But the fact is, he did. And did. It, it, now, you know, to my age now, damn near 30, I think about it. And I'm like, no, no, dude, like, I'm going to take your advice. I'm gonna take your 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 measure on things and yeah. I'm gonna apply it to myself. And you know, safe to say, as a recent dude, it's done so much for me. You know, Leslie can tell you, I, I sleep better at night. Yeah, um, uh, I'm a lot happier throughout my days. I'm less pissed off at people. Good. And um, you know, I don't want to choke anybody out anymore. That's I mean, I, of course, I still want to, but I mean, that's that's because they're dumb. So I mean, that's their fault for being dumb. You know, unfortunately yeah, yeah. for them, I feel bad for their girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, dude, like you know, thanks to that guy, um, it convinced me that. Yeah, you're growing up, uh, but don't don't lose focus on yourself, man. Yeah. Like, just take that time, whether it being 20 minutes, half an hour to five hours, whatever it may be. And it's not easy to, to do that. Yeah, it's really not. That's the part, that's what sucks know, about growing up, man. But if you take value in listening to our podcast today, like, if you're at that age, try it. What, what do you got to lose? Be yeah. more patient. Yeah, dude. Communicate a little bit better. Hell yeah, Be dude. more present with your friends. And if, no. Not friends, but family. Friends and family, or most importantly, yourself. So, I mean, if you're listening and, right and now... I think that's the, I think that's the yeah. hard part as growing up is, like, you you break it down and you're like, yeah. holy shit, there's a lot more different variables yeah. opposed to when you were younger. Yeah. And that's the thing that people should value growing up. Yeah. You're going to look, not necessarily look forward to in a sense, but kind of be like, hey, you know what? Your responsibility in your heart is going to be bigger. Exactly. And, you know, take a step forward and get that... Get to it, man. Do do what you got to do. I mean, you have to really, like, just... At the same time, like, people who are listening nowadays, whatever age you're in, whatever situation your life is, you're eventually going to, like, have a point in your life where you're going to think about, like, who you really are and what you want to do yep. as far as, like, contributing to society or being remembered as an individual. At the same time, just being there for your family. Yeah, so, so, like, basically, like, for me is, like, along with advice is, like, I want to tell everybody is do what makes you happy, man. Yep, because I agree. Because at, at the end of it, mm-hmm. if someone really does care about you, mm-hmm. when you're happy, they're happy. Yeah. And vice versa. For me, you know, whatever I see you guys doing that makes you happy, dude, that, that brings so much joy to my life. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, let's celebrate. Yeah. And why can't I do that for myself? Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing to, you know, hence the podcast. I'm choosing to, you know, I get to converse with my closest friends, yeah. my family, my brothers, yeah. and for you guys to support me, it's it's great, and it make, mm-hmm. it makes me hella happy because like, dude, like I tell Leslie all the time, like, damn, I get hella nervous because it's gonna be hella fun, but at the same time, like it just it just makes me so happy, it really does, and it, it's not a bad thing, dude. It's really not. I do, mean, do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Make sure you have your foundation. Yeah. And and definitely, once you have a foundation of who you are and and, and how you can feed your family. Then you can really focus on on like everything else. Yeah, and, and it is true. I mean, within reason, the sky is the limit. Within reason, yeah. Guy, yeah anybody can do anything, dude. Yeah. Like literally, like, Bow Wow could be a rapper, and he's like four nine. <laughs> you know, I thought rappers had to be at least five three, but I mean, like Tory Lanez is also a rapper. But I mean, whatever. Tory, good thing for Tory Lanez, man. He shot Big Stallion, but he said he didn't. But I, mean, oh, I don't man. believe the guy. But you no, know, to to end this in a sense, in on a funny note, 
is you know you know so one thing that I always think about like now as an adult mm. is when I see people at like Target or some shit mm-hmm. and I look at them and I was I'm over here thinking like fuck dude I remember when I was young, I used to say, man, they ain't going to be me when I grow up. <laughs> but look, I'm over here chasing my fucking kids in Target because they ain't listening. Yep. And who would have thought that you yep. would be that person? Exactly. Life is fucking beautiful. Man. It is. And from what we learned growing up, it's literally just not a right, but it's an opportunity to just to enjoy it. And it's not everybody has the, the opportunity to enjoy it. So yeah. once you have that opportunity to enjoy it, fucking take hold of it, grasp it, learn from it, fuck up, be the best version of yourself, and just be happy. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude, le- learn from your mistakes. People will yeah. make mistakes. You know, like what Einstein said. You know, I didn't, I didn't fail like ninety nine times. I failed ninety nine times not to do it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like you, you treat it as a learning process. Definitely. And that's, that's the beauty of things, man. So go out there, live your life, grow up, be the best you can be. Within reason, obviously, don't be fucking Jeffrey Dahmer and fucking start murdering people and shit. Fucking people's skulls in their head. <laughs> yeah, no, like, don't, what the fuck don't is do that? some wild That's ass shit. Don't be the next Scott Peterson, but I mean, do what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why not bring everybody with you? Definitely. You know? Yeah. So, to, uh, to end this podcast, I would like to say, Mr. Jeffrey Del Pozo, thank you, man. Not only thank you for being my guest, thank you for also officiating my wedding. Mm. Thank you for always being there when shit hit the fan. Yeah. And thank you for all the times we got in a fucking physical altercation, but yeah. we talked it through, man. Well, to bring it back to your, to your wedding, I, I, I saved this uh, flask. Oh, son of a bitch, <laughs> man. Oh, dude, dude, remember how I scared you at Vegas? I thought you I was, I was, I was like ODing and you freaked out and you wanted yeah. to fucking. Yeah. So, funny story about this flask, all right? This is. I don't know if you can hear it. It still has the same liquor from your wedding. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I'm opening it. Oh, my God. That's fucking. Oh. Smells like a tequila. It's huh? good tequila, man. But this this flask, uh, we uh, Jay took us on a, um, a bachelor party and. Um, I think it was day two or day three, and I was in my hotel room, and I'm like, God damn, I am fucking, what is going on here? I'm rooming with Ryan, and we're over here trying to survive, but my brother and Jay and, and, and all the other fellas are making the best out of it. I'm like, fuck, I need to get on their level, and all of a sudden, I get a call. <laughs> hey, Jeff, you, you got to come to my room, man. I, I, I need help. I'm like, oh, my God. I looked at Ryan, and he goes, like, oh, my God, you're going to go help him. And, you know, you, you brought me into your hotel room and you, you fucking just over there, like, just like, what the fuck? So, I'm like, hey, Jay, what's up? All of a sudden, this guy goes, like, just kidding, man. I just wanted to know, like, you've been a really strong person in my life. I want to fucking ask you one fucking question. I said, what? Can you officiate my wedding and can you be a part of it? I'm like, what? Does Leslie <laughs> know about this? I'm going to say yes, but does she know about this? But I really appreciate you for trusting you or trusting me to 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 do that, to mm-hmm. be, um, for allowing me to be that person to to guide you and Leslie to, I guess, into making it official for the rest of both of your lives. Yeah, like, dude. Like if if I could put it into words, man, and I know there's more than a handful of people that can vouch this next thing I want to say is. Jeff, when, when, when I think of you and I talk to you and I further on in my life talk about you, it's true when I say that your loyalty knows no bounds. Mm. And the reason why I had asked you to be the man or the guy to officiate my wedding is because you seen me through my worst, you seen me through my best, and you have no shame to tell me how you feel because you always want the best for me. Yeah. And if, if, they, if anybody couldn't ask for a big brother like you, like... Seriously, man. Thank you. And for you to agree to that, let alone drink with me during the wedding and have my mom yell at us, uh, <laughs> was great. And it, it, it was, it's just a beautiful thing because when, when, I, when I say, I always say this, when I eat, we all eat. I, I sincerely mean that. And like I said, dude, thank you for taking that responsibility and actually taking a step forward to really doing it. It was literally like, I've okay, for me, living this this x amount of years i'm like wow i've never really had like this such a amazing blessing to to be a part of something i had so much honor of just being able to just be that guy to just signed 
your your freaking marriage certificate and just locking you guys in yeah. forever. You but know? also remember this though. Just remember that you are the reason why that Leslie is technically an Antonio. So I'm gonna hold that. <laughs> I'm gonna hold that against you. But you know what, sir? Cheers. To end this podcast. Yeah. Cheers to that. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I love you. You love know you too, I'll brother. Be there. Cheers you, to that. And that is our conclusion to this podcast. Everybody who is listening, you know, please, please listen, enjoy, uh, I guess, subscribe, follow, whatever the terminology is. And it comes to uh, uh, what you call that shit, social media, DM yeah. me. Uh, try yeah. not to DM me some nasty ass shit because my wife is the one who uh, <laughs> looks at it. So you have to be like a hot ass female. Look up my personal account and we go from there. And um, Hey, Soupy, you're listening, man. <laughs> we- <laughs> To next time, this is Let's Ramble. I am your host, Jay Vincent Antonio, with my my very special guest, Mr. Jeffrey Del Pozo. Chee-hoo. Also, shout out to my wife who, ha- who hey. happens to be here. Cheers, uh, Miss Miss Leslie Garcia Anto- uh, Antonio Garcia, fucking legally. Uh, but yeah, uh, we see you guys next time, and I'll hold out for uh, episode four, and uh, we'll go from there. Thank you very much. Peace out, y'all.